Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. This is Frank, and I can't tell you how excited I am to be back in the world of podcasting. You know, if you've watched any of my videos, uh, the two videos that I've released so far, uh, especially the relaunch video, uh, I endeavored to podcast uh, about a year or two ago and um, kind of fell by the wayside. Won't get into that again. Uh, you can watch it on the video, but just suffice to say, I'm very excited to be back and very excited to post the first show of the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. So my first guest on my inaugural show is going to be Chad Casey. He is an experienced podcaster. Uh, has been doing this for about seven years. He is the co-host of the Sports Car Unleashed podcast. Um, so I have the honor of having him be my first guest. Uh, he's a close friend of mine, and we're going to discuss some of our favorite movies, mostly comedies, but we kind of delve into some uh, sci-fi as well. But uh, it's great to have interviewed him and uh, happy that he is my first guest. Uh, before I get into that, I just want to kind of touch on a couple of current events. I know today we had uh, President Trump in North Korea meeting with uh, the North Korean leader, so obviously that's taking over the headlines. Um, again, as I discussed uh, online and on other videos, uh, the politics part of this podcast is not going to be an ideological podcast. It's not going to have a right wing or left wing bent. We're just going to discuss kind of the issues of the day and kind of go from there. And also from sports, obviously, the Golden State Warriors have just won the NBA championship a few days back. Uh, I did post regarding Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. So I stated I was going to do a video mini cast on that, but I don't know. I may have to go a little bit deeper and maybe do that on the audio level. So that'll be a little longer. But the episode, this episode and all subsequent episodes will be on uh, the website. So you can find them there. I'll link to the website on my Facebook page. I'm in the process now of getting the show on to other podcasting apps. So as I announced on Facebook, I'll uh, let you guys know as soon as the show is available. But uh, this show will be available immediately on the website. And you'll be able to link through it through Facebook and also through Twitter. Um, and I'll give you that information um, at the end of the show. But again, uh, let me introduce to y'all Chad Casey and uh, enjoy this conversation. All right, on the phone with me now is uh, Chad Casey. I'm honored to have him as my first guest on the Relaunch Podcast. When I was thinking about new guests, it was like, oh, who would be a great guest? And then of course, we'll leave it to the wives to state the obvious. So Chad's wife, Sandra, <laughs> Easily just said, hey, uh, what about Chad? <laughs> so, of course, stating the obvious, which is true. So, uh, let me welcome to the show. And Chad is an experienced podcaster as well. So, before we even get into anything, Chad, why don't you tell people about your podcast and how long you've been doing it? Yeah, I'm, uh, first, thanks for having me. Um, I've been doing a show called, now it's Sports Car Unleashed. It used to be Grand Am Unleashed. It's a podcast based on sports car racing. It's a group of fans who, it started on an internet message board. We were just big fans of a series and, there was a big hole in the market covering the series that we liked, and we just, you know, started a couple of years, about seven years ago, and it just kind of grew. We were the only show that really covered the series that we liked so much, and we got in with the sanctioning body, and we got guests, you know, drivers, team owners, series officials, all kind of jumped in because we were one of the first ones there, and it's been, yeah, seven years, and actually our next show will be our 300th episode, so it's been going great. It's a lot of fun. It's It works for us because... The guys I do it with are all huge sports car weenies like I am, and our wives love it because we get to talk sports cars 
to each other rather than our having our wives listen to us drivel on about it for hours and hours. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. I can't believe it's been seven years. And and where can people find the podcast? We have it available through Facebook is the most common medium. We are Sports Car Unleashed. Uh, we also have a website, scunleashed.com. It's on iTunes, really anywhere you get podcasts. Um, it's available through just simply Sports Car Unleashed. And you can go all the way back to the first episode many, many years ago, even before I joined. And back then, like I said, it used to be called Grand Am Unleashed. So we kept that moniker when because there was a big series merger, so we changed the name. And, um, but yeah, some are great. Some are early ones. Maybe not as stellar because we're just kind of finding our footing, but it's it's a bunch of sports car racing yahoos who like to have a good time, and people like to talk to us about it, so it's 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 fun. Awesome. Well, good. I encourage anyone that's listening to this show to check that out. Uh, he's been doing it for a long time, so they, they know what they're doing over this. Great. So the reason I wanted to bring you on, Chad, is because uh, my podcast, of course, is going to be a mixture of movies, sports, and politics. Uh, each episode will focus on a specific thing. Uh, this particular one, obviously, is going to be movies. You and I have watched a lot of movies in our history together as friends, and and I know one that came up uh, the other day when we were talking offline was was Bull Durham, which is probably one of the, if not one of the best sports comedies ever made. So I know you and I have watched that movie several times, and and, and you, of course, can quote lines from it, which is great. Uh, I may challenge you to the speech a little bit later. Uh, I think we know which speech you're talking about. So tell me uh, why you love that movie so much. It's weird, and I'm not a big baseball fan. I um, used to love it as a kid, but kind of fell out of love with baseball. But baseball just seems to make great movies, and this one is a – it's just a good story. I I love comedies. There's enough realism within the movie about baseball life itself. Um, It's just really well written. Um, I don't know. There's there's one of those movies, every time it pops on, like you were talking about, I'm going to watch it. And – it just kind of draws you in. It's the speeches are great. It's it's believable. So that might be one of the biggest things. No, you're right, and that's one of the that's a great point because that's the thing. When I, I rewatched it the other day uh, to to reacquaint myself, because it's been quite a long time since I've seen it, and everything you said is actually well. Writer director Ron Shelton played minor league baseball, so you can tell when you watch the movie, even though I've never played minor league baseball, that there's there's so many touches of realism where you, he makes you feel what it's like to be a minor league baseball player. Uh, the highs, a lot of the lows, the frustrations, and just scenes that really, yeah, like you said, it draws you in. And there's so many scenes that uh, that have nothing to do with the movie, the main plot of the movie, that are just great. I have, one I thought of right at the top of my head was when uh, they were struggling and the team was terrible, and um, they said they needed a rain out, and then Crash Davis, uh, played by Kevin Costa, says, I bet you all $100, I'll get you a rain out when there's no weather, and then they go to that next scene where he sets the sprinklers on and they just play in there and they get a rain out. So just things like that that you could see happen probably to teams when they're on the road at these crappy ballparks. So the realism of it is what makes it even funnier. Yeah. And the team interaction, because I I was lucky enough to play sports for a long time, and just the dynamics within a team, the camaraderie, I mean, it's a lot of that really hits home and it's, it really gives you an insight about what that kind of life is like. Yeah, absolutely. And the team, and you're right, the team dynamics is another great point, too, because I love, and tell with any well-written movie, like every character in the movie has their moment. Like I was looking at the uh, the, the one ball player 
who's a, a Christian and he, he's, you know, true to his faith and he ends up marrying the slutty girl, but they end up becoming a couple. Um, yep. the guy that's superstitious, like every character is like drawn out really well. Even if it's a small character, uh, is drawn out just as well as the main three characters in the movie being, you know, Crash Davis and Annie and Nuke Lelouch. So those characters are the main characters, but all the other ones, I mean, the manager of the team is the, is great. The, the, uh, you know, the bench coach has got to be, everybody is great and everybody is funny. And it's a great, yeah, that's what I love about it. Every character is drawn well. And, and like you said, once you started, as, as I watched it again, like nothing, because it's so, there's always a danger when you go back to a movie you love after a long time. You start to maybe pick it apart, especially if you've seen it a bunch of times. And watching it again, I loved it just as much as I loved it when I saw it the last time years and years and years ago. I mean, it holds up really, really well. Yeah, I'm still laughing at the same jokes, and I know what's coming. But to your point about the other characters, what was nice is they developed them without having to go into so much detail about each one. I mean, within a minute, the background was enough, and you knew enough about them for the connection. So, yeah, they did a hell of a job. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Great, great, great movie, uh, hilarious movie. Um, Kevin Costner, one of his best performances, I think, in, in a movie. I mean, he's just, you know, loose performance. He he made it real. Like you don't know. I don't know if he played baseball, didn't play baseball, but he made it seem like he did, and it, he made yeah. it seem real. So and that's all that matters. He did a good job, whether he does or not. I don't know, but it, he made it real. And then Tim Robbins, just his entire character cracked me up from the beginning of the movie when you first see him. Uh, so when he finally gets called up to the big leagues, it's just it's all hilarious, hilarious stuff. Yeah, if you haven't yet seen this movie, go see it. It is. I wouldn't watch it in front of kids, at least younger kids, but it is fantastic. And I, I quote the movie all the time at work. Every time I do a training session at work, I'm quoting Bull Durham, at least the PG parts. Exactly. And there's a lot of fantastic stuff, exactly. You lollygaggers. <laughs> I constantly use, because I do a lot of training in my job, is don't think, just throw. You're only going to hurt the team. It's just, it's just little ones like that. And I, I take a poll every time I start a training class who's seen the movie, because I want them to understand where this is coming from. And I'm trying to get more people to watch it, because it's, I don't know, I should be making commission off of downloads of that movie or something, because I'm, I'm pushing it to everybody, because it just, it fits so much for everything. Yeah, exactly. And the great news, and I'll put it out here to, to the fans of the show, um, you can see streaming on Hulu. So if you people have Hulu, because I watched it the other day, uh, I actually have it, but I was going to see who was streaming. So it's streaming on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, you don't have to pay anything. So it is out there, available on Hulu now, or you can get it on other uh, places to rent, you know, Amazon, the, the usual suspects of that stuff, but it's definitely on Hulu. Uh, so I saw you comment uh, on some of your other favorite movies. What, what are some movies that you always go to, um, you love, that you watch over and over again that you never get tired of? Another one, My Cousin Vinny. I cannot get tired of that movie. That's uh, just a series <laughs> of also great little speeches and one-liners. And Mona Lisa Vito, I love that character, just the whole, just the dynamic, you know, Marissa Tomei and Joe Pesci back and forth, they just phenomenal. That's, that's another, no, that is great. phenomenal. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, that is a great one. That's the one I actually, it's funny you said, I have to revisit that one too. I haven't seen that one in a long time. Very funny. Fred, Fred Gwynn is the judge. Hilarious. Uh, yeah, another good one. And, uh, and then you get a Ralph Macchio side. I remember when the movie came out, I was like, man, there's Ralph Macchio. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, yeah. he pops back up in the movie. <laughs> and he still looked like he was ready to play the Karate Kid, so I just, I don't know what deal that guy made with the devil, but it's... <laughs> Yeah, he's got that same deal that Dick Clark did at the time. Yeah, he looks the exact same, and I think, 
And I know that new show on on uh, YouTube Red, the Cobra Kai show, is supposed to be really, really good, actually. And I saw a clip of it, and yeah, it looks insane. Yeah, I saw the first two episodes because you could get it for free because we don't have the YouTube channel, but it's pretty good. It's I want to do that free preview for a month just so I can watch the rest of the first season. It's I love the way they came at it. It's really well done, I thought. Well, good, good. Quick review. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, I, I read a review, a couple of reviews that really were complimentary of, the, like you said, the angle that they came at it because obviously when you see something like that, of course, you're like, oh, God, this is going to be horrific potentially. Uh, but, no, I heard they really did a good job. I think it's already been renewed for a second season. Yeah, that's, I've heard that as well. And it's the, how they came at it is it was so new and creative. It's like, damn, it's, it has me rooting for Johnny now. And I've only seen two episodes. So it's, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I got uh, – something tells me I'm going to have to be either getting the free trial, like you said, or I'm going to be paying for it at least for the season because Julie is all in. She's all in about Karate Kids, so she definitely wants to check that out as well. And I know you uh, talked about Bad Moms. I think you posted, too, which is one of Julie and I's favorite movies as well. And we still haven't oh. seen the second one, but, yeah, I love love that movie. First one's fantastic. The second one, for those that you haven't seen, it's a good movie. But if you compare it to the first one, it's it's a definite dip. It's it's just not the same. But it's on its own, it's a real good movie. Just, yeah, going kind of maybe tempering expectations a little bit. Because number one, was hilarious. We had to watch it twice. We were laughing so hard when we saw it at the theater. We missed half the jokes. Yeah, it's great because I love, and like I said, it's 22 when you when you tie it back to Bull Durham. Like, that movie uh, could have been just a standard, you know, R-rated comedy, and it is, and it's funny, and there's stuff that makes you laugh out loud, but you really can relate to parents struggling to raise kids because I think uh, it talks really well about how Everyone, and I think we all include like how we kind of judge other parents. Like if they don't do things kind of the way we do it, we get kind of judgy about it. And, you know, we're all just trying to do the best we can. I thought the movie really did a good job of kind of spelling that out, especially with the arc with uh, Mila Kunis's character and Christina Applegate's character, how that arc kind of developed through that movie, that first movie, was, I thought, a really interesting way to do it as opposed to the thing you always kind of see. Um, so I like that a lot within the fact that it's completely hilarious. Yeah, and if if you've got kids, it's it so much of it hits home, and it for Sandra and I, it made us feel better that we're not the only ones who are dealing with this. You don't feel alone, like oh my god, I'm such a horrible parent because my kids do this, and I've never seen anybody else's kids act that way. And then you see this in a movie, and it's exaggerated, sure, but it's like it's reassuring now. I'm not the only one just trying to keep my head above water. Exactly, no, and that's why I love the bias too, and I think it shows, and 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 that's what you do sometimes. It's about keeping your head above water, and then you see, and if, and if your kids see you do that, see you trying, I think they they would appreciate that. So no, it's a really good movie. And Catherine Hahn is the is the friend, the, the one. She just kills me. Like every word, every profanity she throws out there, it's just that's the comic relief of that movie. It's kind of like McCarthy and Bridesmaids. It's just every time she yeah. like talks, even if it's just funny. Like when she just talks about nothing, it's still funny. Yeah, she nailed it. It's. That's that's a classic already, I think. Yeah, it is a classic. It is a classic. Well, let me ask you about one that I've... I mean, you watch... You love Dodgeball, right? Are you a fan of Dodgeball oh. or no? Oh, I love Dodgeball. Yeah. That's one of the ones that's funny, too, because it's like with comedies, like a lot of times women, you know, won't get comedies. And thank God my wife loves Dodgeball as much as I do. Because then that would have been... Because I was expecting the first time she watched it when I showed it to her, because I had seen it probably a hundred times before she watched it, I was already ready for the eye rolls of going, this is not even funny. Why are you <laughs> laughing at this? 
And it was, thank God, it was the opposite. She's like, uh, I love this movie. I think she might love the movie more than I do now at this point. Yeah, I remember she used a particular line from that movie for her fantasy football team on our league one year. It's an old... <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. She did say, yeah, you're right. Probably, yeah, the best name of all time of all fantasy leagues that I've played in. And she, I was like, well done, well done. <laughs> yeah, the, it, we, we've had some great names in our league, and that's definitely top five. Easy. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, it's great to talk movies with you, man, because I know we've watched a lot back in the day. I know it's been a while. Um, what is it that you watch now? I know with your kids, you're you're a huge Star Wars fan. So I want to get your take on that because you're, you're a good one. What are your thoughts on, and I haven't seen Solo yet. I saw The Last Jedi, and I saw Rogue One. What are your thoughts first on the side story movies? Uh, so the Rogue One and now Solo. Have you seen Solo yet? I haven't seen Solo. Actually, Rogue One was the last movie we've seen in a theater. We're really bad at being able to get to see movies in the theater because our youngest, Jake, who's eight, he's still it's, – it's hard for him to make a whole movie without having to take a bathroom break. Right. So we still wait to usually till they come out on DVD, and then we'll immediately buy them. But um, he is our big Star Wars guy. He, but he's a bad example because he loves the the three prequel Star Wars just because the kid loves Darth Vader so much. And you ask him who right. his favorite superheroes are, and it's either Darth Vader or Kylo Ren. Um, he's all about them. Um, the newer ones, I really liked Rogue One. It was, it was really cool. I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of them doing the digital remake of Carrie Fisher at the end. It was, it was just too obvious. Um, but I liked the story. That background was good. Um, the the solo one, I don't know. I wasn't really amped about seeing that one. I mean, it's it's Harrison Ford. There's I can't think of anybody. I think that's the most unenviable task is to try to find a guy who's going to play him as a youngster. And it just and I haven't heard a lot of people talking about the movie since it came out, which is usually not a fantastic sign. No, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I think no, I I think you're right with the Harrison Ford angle. I think it's almost that's a tough task. And I know the actor that they pick is a very good actor, and I'm because it is all there. I've actually heard, and it looked uh, um, like it. the guy that plays Lando Calrissian, Donald Glover, I heard was fantastic. Um, I heard, like, he literally channels Billy Dee Williams, and it's, it's a fantastic performance. So, but the problem with that is if you want to see a supporting character in their own movie better than the main character, that's probably a bad sign. Yeah, um, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, I'm sure he's fantastic, and I probably would see it for that. But, yeah, I mean, I'll watch it at some point, probably like you, that one on, on DVD just to see how they do it. I mean, Ron Howard's a, a, a very good director, but I know he came in uh, after the original directors were fired, so that's usually not a good sign either. But they had the same issue with Rogue One, because I know they had a lot of reshoots, and they were concerned about it, and I'm, I'm with you on Rogue One. I liked it a lot. I was a big fan of that movie, actually, and I loved, uh, yeah, the digital stuff. Uh, I'm with you on that. I love the way it ended, though, kind of spoilers about how they really bridged it to episode four. Um, yeah, I loved I loved that end was great, especially if you're a hardcore fan of the of the original trilogy. That I thought that was cool. I, I, I the way they literally bridged it to immediately before episode four, which was cool. Agreed. And it, if you've seen Star Wars enough, and so many people have, it just some of the the conversations and some of the scenes. Rogue One filled in so much of the backstory, but you know all the. Yeah the brave soldiers who sacrificed their lives. You never quite knew what it meant, and just seeing it all planned, yeah. it, was, it was, I liked it. It was really good. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I liked it a lot. I, I love how they, 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 yeah, like you said, they filled in the blank on how you find out about the Death Star later. Um, yeah, it, it was, yeah, I agree with you. That, I, that's what I love about it the most because it's essentially a war movie, which is what surprised yeah. me. It's a war, like it's a straight up war movie, especially the last hour is just all combat. It's a war movie. And it I love it. It was pretty intense. We were kind of tired by the time that one came out. Well, we, we were yeah. finished. Yeah, and then no, the good one. Yeah, the the two new Star Wars. It's what was it the uh, the Force Awakens? That might be my favorite of all the Star Wars yet. I just that one was really well. I've seen it so many times because of Jacob. He just watches it constantly. It's, I don't get tired of it. It's just it's not cheesy. It's I don't know. That one struck a chord with us big time. Yeah, J.J. Abrams did. A good job, and I knew when I was reading the before that movie even came out. What I what I loved about what he was talking about was I think he understood that the prequels um, were. I thought that I mean I'm not a huge fan of the prequels. Episode three was the best of the three. So to me, they should have just skipped episode one and two and just went right to episode three because that was the best of the prequels to me. Um, but I think the, those movies are beautiful to look at, like the special effects and the digital effects are outstanding but it, it almost seemed too clinical and too clean and it was like like there was no emotion attached to it and like the, the first prequels had humor I mean you had Harrison Ford the humorous character that kind of balanced out the fact that a lot of the stuff was ridiculous but in the and the in the prequels they took it so seriously and there was so much there was and I love backstory normally but there was too much backstory like it was like it was insane galactic trade wars this and I'm like no no Star Wars at its heart is a simple adventure. You give them, give me enough story to get me going, and let their other stuff take care of itself. It was just too much. But I think J.J. Abrams, um, what he did so well was he he took it back to where it was. He made it grimy and dirty, like with tangible effects as opposed to digital effects. Um, it looked like an older Star Wars movie, even though it was brand new. That's the way. That's why I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'd say for comparison, I can't stand the prequels because seeing Darth Vader as a whiny little you-know-what drove me <laughs> nuts. It's not yeah, fair, Padme. I just, are you kidding me? He's going to be <laughs> the most feared guy ever, and he's just whining so much. And I love what J.J. Abrams did with Kylo Ren because when he's throwing his little tizzy fits, it was funny. It wasn't. It, it was nothing else to me like the prequels, and it's it was just so well done. It was – I wish he had done this most recent one because I think it, he would have made it even better. Yeah, what did you think of Last Jedi? It was okay. I, I liked it, but it was one of those the build-ups. I, I, I don't think it measured up. Um, I mean, there were things I liked about Luke. I thought he was a little bit – I don't know. I don't want to say candy-ass, but he was just – he was a, even a little bit whiny for my taste. Um but I, I, I enjoyed it. It was an excellent. It was a really good movie. Um, but when you compare it to Force Awakens, it was to me, for us. I think it was a pretty clear distinction of you know one to two. And right. Yeah. No. And I think. Right yeah. No. I, yeah. There was a lot going on in Last Jedi, and I, I liked Last Jedi a lot. And yeah, the Luke. I didn't have a problem with Mark Hamill's or the Luke character. I actually liked the fact that. I mean, one of the funny scenes in the movie is when when uh, he's got the lightsaber in his hand and he throws it over his shoulder. Like that, I I love that. that just it was one of those things like you said we were talking about earlier about how you you know that that just informed everything about where he's at at the stage of his life. Like he's like I'm done. 
Like this is, I'm done. All this has done is made everything worse. You know, you know, Kylo Ren became who he was. Even though I tried to train him not to be that way, I'm done. So it just stuff like that. And I like kind of that arc of it because I think a lot of, and I know a lot of people had a problem because they would say, oh, Luke wouldn't do that. He would always just jump to their aid. I didn't think so. I thought that was a realistic um, portrayal of where he would be in his life after everything that's gone down. Um, so I, I didn't have too much of an issue with that. Um, the good news is J.J. Abrams is coming back for episode nine. So you can uh, have that to look forward to because the other director actually left. So he's coming back to do it again. So he will be back to do the next one. That's good news. Yeah, after you did your enjoy. One of the things that may have bothered me most about the Luke is just the way he died. I mean, just to sort of vanish from a rock. I think, really? I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's what kind of – maybe that was just what kind of stuck in my car. It's just – you know, but I'm hard to please, so. No, no, no. Look, with Star yeah, – no, well, hey, you know what, though? But with Star Wars, though, everybody's hard to please. I mean, everybody's got their own – I mean, I don't envy a director that jumps into this stuff because, I mean – Almost whatever movie you make, somebody's not going to be happy with aspects of it because we have it so ingrained in our head. Look, George Lucas, who created the entire thing, disappointed everybody with the prequel. So if George Lucas couldn't, you know, had a trouble with it. I can't imagine even a director just jumping into this uh, with without, you know, creating it themselves. So, I mean, I give him a lot of credit. I think they've done a good job for the most part. I think each movie has its pluses and minuses, but I've enjoyed each one of them. And mommy, like I said, I'll be I'll be in line when the when the next one comes out. I'll be giving them my money. Oh yeah, I, I, I'll be with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> no, even even the little things that irritate you, it, it's still a really good movie and better than probably ninety five percent of you know other things that are available to us to go see. Yeah, and then of course it just it just goes to you know for me anyway. It's like literally my childhood. So it's tough to to pull away from something that defined your childhood as far as movie watching. Um, so yeah, you're always, you're always tied to that in some way, hoping that it's really going to be good. So you just end up going back for more, even though, and they'll keep making them and we'll keep watching them. Yeah. Except for it does bring up a little bit of frustration, I think, from childhood, because you think of all the Star Wars toys that we had as kids. And if we had hung on to a fraction of them, I mean, that's, that's, oh man, when you see what some of the stuff is selling for, like on eBay and things, it's almost painful. Oh, I know. We had all those toys. That you either that you either melted in the sun, or you threw them away, or or your mom threw them away. Yeah, I know. It's a little different. Yeah, buried them in the backyard and can never find them again. Yeah, I have a whole set there somewhere in Palm Beach Garden. So good luck to whoever goes digging up in the garden. (laughs) Uh, You'll see some show on cable like years from now. There'll be a a segment from Palm Beach Garden. We found this uh, Han Solo. Even though his leg is missing, it's still worth ten thousand dollars. Yeah, he's got the green lightsaber. He we're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. Oh man. All right, man. Well, it's been great talking to you about movies, and uh, we'll definitely do this again. I think I'm going to have you definitely back on to talk sports because uh, that's where you and I really uh, hit it off to as well, um, especially with our love of football and our disdain for. I think you like baseball less than I do now. I kind of follow it, but I don't really follow it to the playoffs. Um, but I know you were a hardcore Atlanta Braves fan back in the day. Um, I don't even know how they're doing now. Are they any good now, or do you follow them? I, I couldn't tell you. It, it really since um, Mr. Veritek retired from the Red Sox, my my attention to what's going on has really gone in the crapper. So I could not tell you. 
But yeah, yeah, any sports, I'll, I'll still have some opinions, so I'll be more than happy to be on again. Well, hey, I'll be good opinions, we'll, but I got opinions. Hey, I know you do it. You know what? We'll, we'll start with Javis Winston v. Marcus Mariota. That's where we'll start. <laughs> oh, that's a good I one. Think, I know you got, I know you got definitive, uh, opinions on, uh, that subject, so we'll definitely start there. And since our teams are both, well, your team's actually doing better because you guys made the playoffs, so, uh, uh, I can't really talk too much. Yeah, I'm liking the way this one's already starting, so yeah, this will go well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you, Chad, man. It's been a pleasure. You know, uh, you're the perfect guest uh, for my first uh, show, the relaunch. And, uh, and again, uh, go to his podcast, Sports Car, Sports Car Unleashed, correct? That's it. Yeah, so find it anywhere you find podcasts. And, and again, buddy, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, you're going to make the show great, so I appreciate your time. And, and you take care, brother. Thank you, brother, too. I really appreciate you having me on. All right. That was my conversation with Chad Casey involving movies. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, It was fun to speak with him. He'll definitely be back on the show again. Uh, We'll definitely talk sports with him. And as I teased, we'll definitely talk about our quarterbacks of our teams, uh, Marcus Mariota versus Jameis Winston, uh, who was the better quarterback. So we'll definitely have some lively conversation revolving around football and other sports. I hope you enjoyed the first show. Again, I am truly excited to be back, and and uh, this relaunch has really energized me uh, in a way that I, I think I needed it. It's, it's a lot of fun to do, and hopefully I can uh, make that fun come through. So I'm attempting to book other guests, uh, so hopefully I'll have my second interview lined up shortly. Once I get that confirmed and lined up, I'll uh, let you guys know who that's going to be. Um, I can give you uh, at least a little hint. It's going to be in the uh, world of politics, but in a kind of a different way. Um, So hopefully you'll enjoy that particular interview um, if I can get that lined up. Also, uh, to update you on the romantic comedies, which is what I started um, my first poll on in Facebook. So I will be watching The Holiday um, as soon as I get an opportunity and have some time to do it. So uh, once I review that, I'll watch and review that film and give my opinion of it, uh, as you all know, and I've plainly stated, not a fan of romantic comedy. So uh, we'll see how this one fares. Uh, the people that voted on the poll are very uh, passionate about this particular movie and tell me it's a very, very good romantic comedy. Um, the one thing I am optimistic about, um, I have to say there's excellent actors in this movie. You've got Jude Law, you've got Kate Winslet, you've got Eli Wallach, who's an elder actor who was in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, great actor. Um, so there's a, there's a good cast, Jack Black as well. So, um, hopefully that'll, you know, make it much more bearable for me to watch my least favorite genre of rom-com. So I'm looking forward to that. So let me tell you where you can get this show. Um, I will upload the show shortly and it'll be available in two places right off the bat. So on my website, which is letmebendyourear.com, that's let me bendyourear.com so the show will be uploaded to that site so you can stream it from there Uh, of course I will link that to my Facebook page so you'll be able to go to Facebook click on that link and it'll click on to the show itself or you can go to the website and the show is easy to find Um, please take a look at my website if you get a chance I uh, built it uh, with uh, some assistance and it's uh, very simple and clean Uh, not a lot of flashy stuff on it which is not what I want anyway I want to clean easy not too busy website basically it's a place to get the information to get um, any news that I might post on there but basically to have uh, a place to 
warehouse the audio podcast and then any video mini cast that I put up there. Uh, the first two video mini casts are 20 to 25 minutes. Uh, so don't let that scare you. The ones that are going to be coming up in the future after that are going to be, um, if I have it the way I want it, uh, in the five to 10 minute range, veering mostly, hopefully closer to five minutes. Uh, I know people uh, don't have the time to be sitting down looking at a 25 minute video. Uh, so the ones going forward, if in case you were scared, are going to be a lot shorter um, that you can look at really quickly on your computer or on your phone. And it's going to be quick hits on subjects that maybe strike me in the realms of sports, politics, and movies. Uh, so it'll be something maybe that's breaking. Um, you know, today I know President Trump's meeting with uh, with North Korea. That summit is happening. Uh, so my quick thoughts on that kind of thing, uh, nothing too in-depth. Those are just going to be basically um, appetizers, if you will, between each audio podcast. And I'll use that to announce things, winning, winners of polls, um, questions that I may have, or if people want to ask me questions, or if they email me questions, I can answer them really quickly on those mini cast. So look for those as well, but uh, I'll be uploading this show soon. Uh, so again, you can find the website at letmebendyourear.com. There's also a YouTube channel where you can see the video mini cast. I'll put those there as well. Um, the channel is Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. That's Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. The Twitter is at Bend Your Ear Pod. And my email, if you want to email me, if you have any questions uh, about the show or any feedback that you want to give to me one to one as opposed to on Facebook. Uh, the email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. I'll repeat that. That's bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. So anything you want to um, let me know about, feel free to do that as well. Uh, I am looking for, uh, or excuse me, I am looking to start an Instagram account. I haven't done that yet. So that's going to be my next piece of business to get done. So once I have my Instagram up and, and going, I'll let you know. And also, I will let you know once the show will be available on your popular podcasting apps, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, where you hopefully, where most people get all their podcasts, I'll make the show available there. Um, it'll probably be a one at a time thing. So as soon as each particular um, app has the podcast available and I've confirmed that, then I will uh, announce that to all. So again, I hope you enjoyed my first show. And like I said, any feedback, email me, Facebook me, um, go to Twitter, anywhere you want to you know, interact with me. It's fine. I check all of those and I look forward to uh, the next show, which should be soon. Take care.